0: right into that interview. So, Adam, do you want to tell us a little bit about your project?
1: I do. Uh, first, I'd like to tell you what, what I'm going to do with The Beautiful Day, which oh, is yeah? right when we're finished with this interview, I, I think I'm going to go outside and find a nice bench and, and, and play some guitar, because that's what college campuses are built for.
2: Dude, I wish I could join you.
1: <laughs> uh, it, it, I'll do it for you some other time. But, uh, yeah, we'll jam. Yeah, we'll jam. It, it'll be great, right? Yeah. Uh, we're, jam- we're jamming now, and so so thank you for being here with me and having me in the studio. Yeah, uh, this is very exciting. The, the reason we're talking today is because of uh, a tiny little project called the century of covers which is about as big as it sounds the the concept is very simple uh, which is just one cover song per year from now leading all the way back to 1923 so uh it's concise to say and it's a huge undertaking to actually record It's about 10 albums worth of music so yeah it's gonna be uh, gonna be very exciting uh, very interesting and and a lot of work but we've all got to do work so you might as well at least enjoy what you do right
2: Definitely. So what inspired you to undertake this kind of an ambitious project?
1: Well, uh, that probably started when my grandma decided that it was time for piano lessons. That was uh, a couple <laughs> years back, and she uh, she she got a hold of an upright piano, and she said, hey, Adam, I, I want you to hang out and, and, and teach me how to play some of these old jazz standards, some of the stuff from the American Songbook. I said, okay, well, that sounds great. Good excuse to hang out with my grandma, play some piano, and, yeah. you know, that sounds fun. So uh, we did that for a while, and, and during that process, I got to really discover all this really cool music all of these, these beautiful old songs that have so much history and so much uh, tradition to them that i don't think i ever would have uh i wouldn't have gotten to spend so much intimate time with and that that really kind of blew things open for me uh Compare that to my real interest in in, in old flamenco music and classical music, but also in you know pop style stuff. I grew up on naked Ladies and Ben Folds, you know that that kind of thing. So well, what would you do if you had a million dollars? Oh man, I well I'd probably I'd probably record a hundred songs, uh, you know, chronicling uh, the history of recorded music. I think that's how I'd I'd use it.
2: I would buy a nice Chesterfield or an ottoman. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, stop. quality.
0: <laughs> I really hope my dad's listening into only this part of the. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Absolutely. Well, and the funny thing about that song is like, you know, a million dollars is still a lot. But it's not nearly as it's, much as one they made that. It's really though. not. <laughs> the, uh, they have this excellent um, bathroom sessions version of that song that they, they, they do on YouTube. And uh, they just, they sing the very first part, you know, if I had a million dollars. I would and they buy
0: you a... But they
1: don't even get that far. They both just smile at the camera and just, and that's the end of the video because they have a million dollars now.
2: <laughs> oh, man. I just, oh, just I love... <laughs>
1: I'm so glad it's they got funny, it. You yeah, know, like a thousand million dollars. That's all they had to do was write the song about how they wanted it. So. I, I
2: hope they, they eat craft dinners. I,
1: I think they I do. still eat craft but, but it's just so many craft dinners, so right? Many craft you know, dinners.
2: Dijon and ketchup. All right.
0: <laughs> all right. Yeah, that's going
2: to be too Thank you, Ren. On that. As
0: much as I love talking about bare naked ladies um, on the radio, <laughs> the
2: band. The band.
1: The oh, band. Yeah, sure, sure.
0: Um, I do want to talk a little bit more about the other songs that you are picking and mm-hmm. how you pick those songs that are going to be covered.
1: Oh yeah. Well that was that was a whole process. So so my my brother is a a vast amazing lexicon of music. I don't know how I don't know how he understands. He's just this musical encyclopedia of of things you'd never find on your own but he's so good at at bringing them to you and saying hey you'll love this uh he put together this playlist for me that was 100 songs that was specifically made for me and and i mean by the 20 minutes into it i was just crying you know i was just i would because he just reached into my brain and said hey this is this is what you need and that was that was so cool to get to experience that um and so he's he sat down with me, and we uh, we spent probably forty to fifty hours putting together the playlist, um, the the collection of songs. Um, that research phase was. Was a lot. It took some took some time, took some energy. Can you give us any titles? I can. I there, we've we've previewed ten percent of it. The rest of it is a mystery. But um, okay. I, I can give you one from each decade. From okay. from the nineteen twenties, we have uh, yes, we have no bananas, uh, which is total <laughs> banger. It's like the original banger. Uh, <laughs> we have the nineteen thirties is Chet Baker's My Funny Valentine. We want to do that with a lo-fi hip hop twist. Uh, oh. I, think, I know, right? Interesting. Um, from the forties, we have uh, Malaguena Celerosa, which is a traditional Mexican ballad. Uh, we'll be doing that in a, in a yeah. Very classical kind of style, really, tr- really true to how it's uh, usually interpreted. The 1950s will be Ray Charles's "Mess Around," um, which I mean, if you've seen Planned Trans" and "Automobiles," you know. Or ever
2: ridden on a United Airlines
1: flight? <laughs> yes, exactly <laughs> That's right. That's
2: their song, yeah. Uh,
1: and the 1960s is the Pink Panther. We'll be doing a fingerstyle funk version of that. It'll be fun. I know, right? Kind of groovy. Uh, then we'll be doing "Live and Let Die," uh, classic McCartney. Yeah. Uh, you got to do that. A bluegrass cover of "Ace of Spades" um, for any Flat- Motorhead, motorhead yeah. or, or Guitar that Hero fans is, you
2: know. uh, that's, that's an interesting idea oh, it's gonna Bluegrass.
1: go it's gonna go man I tell you alright uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, let's see. Uh, from the '90s, uh, we have the Jurassic Park theme by John Williams. Oh, classic! I know. I, I played that for a wedding for my my drummer, and and we uh, he want that was what his wife wanted, and it, it totally fits. We have this acoustic guitar and an upright bass arrangement of it. It's Very romantic. So this is like the wedding version. It's super romantic, exactly that. right. Yeah. So so that was yeah where that came from. That's Dinosaurs a... and weddings. What, what more could you want? Uh, and to then. Be... Uh, Married to a di- no I don't <laughs> that's too far I dinosaurs know. and weddings together perfect I'm the right, right girl and
0: you
2: will
1: Exactly <laughs> thank you uh, so then the uh in the 2000s we're doing a flamenco cover of Britney Spears's Toxic oh. Um, oh, why am
2: I like I was thinking what song you guys would pick for the 2000s and I was mm-hmm. like it's going to be like Britney Spears oh, or yeah. like Oh, like, yeah, like
1: Rihanna. Oh, yeah. so that power pop. I mean, that came out. Yeah. Hard. It's like power pop and boy bands for that whole decade. And yeah. there is some really awesome music in there.
2: You guys are. I'm, I'm, this is just out of my own personal curiosity. You guys sure. doing any like uh, kind of like 2000s, alt rock, like all American rejects. Or I can like almost that?
1: guarantee that, but I can't yes. tell you for sure. But I'll I'll wink at so that's you my for those of be listening. Music. I'm winking, uh, and then uh, obviously this is this one's kind of a no-brainer for the 2010s, which would be the the final decade. We'll be doing a classical piano concerto of Little John's Turn Down for What.
2: Oh, see, I, I would have thought you were about to say Gangnam Style, like we're gonna do a really deconstructed well, you know, classical piano yeah, Gangnam I, Style.
1: You'll just you'll just have to see. I it comes will have out. to see. Yeah. You've definitely
2: piqued my interest here. <laughs> um, so. Could you walk us through the process of actually making the covers? Are you mm-hmm. doing them, you know, in separate studio sessions? Are you doing them with different bands? How sure. are you how are you going about this?
1: Well, that's that's what's so exciting about a project that's this big. You know, if you're if you're just recording one album, y- usually you'd you'd have five other musicians or something like that that you'd go to that would be your studio dependents that mm. that you would bang this thing out with but because it's such a huge project we get to do whatever makes sense for each song so uh, you know I'm, I'm friends with a, a chamber group in Boulder that we'll be bringing in when we're doing something a little more symphonic uh, I have a lot of guitar friends for sure who are gonna be jumping on and doing some uh, some much more unexpected takes on a lot of things and then we get to bring in hey here's this beautiful soulful singer let's let's get them in let's get this awesome funky bassist in there let's let's do a little opera or get a barbershop quartet in uh, and that that what's fun about making it on this scale is you get to say well what's gonna be really interesting uh, as you listen through all of this stuff how do we keep throwing in stuff that keeps it new and exciting and, and a little different each time.
0: Alright so I'm not a, a musician, Max is a musician, um, so I am a little bit interested you talked a little bit about your piano history but what sure. other kinds of musical backgrounds do you have?
1: Yeah, uh, well, I mean, I did, I started playing piano when I was a kid, so, so I, I keep learning this lesson that that, um, that mom is always right. You know, I, when, it was annoying back then, and now I'm really, really thankful that, you know, when I was four, I think she, she had me start taking lessons, and the rule was I could I could switch to whatever, in, whatever instrument I wanted once I could uh, read sheet music. So uh, I got good enough at that to be able to switch to guitar, and then promptly forgot how to read sheet music for a while. I was gonna say,
2: you started guitar yeah. on sheet music, that's pretty unusual. <laughs> <I know. laughs>
1: Well, and I took classical guitar lessons for a few years. So hey, it yeah. was, you know, uh, it was still all kind of a part of it, which was nice. And then I switched to electric guitar in high school because that's what cool kids did. And I promptly figured out that I wasn't that cool and switched back to acoustic guitar. <laughs> uh, but then, you know, started playing steel strings, started playing fingerstyle and uh, then moved to college. I, I was in an a cappella group there. I've uh, since explored, um, I've explored beatboxing. I've explored drumming. Uh, I've, I've made a few electronic tracks because that's really fun. And my, my latest thing that I'm trying to develop is my, my free style game now that that's that's been my 2020 talk to kind me of after cool. the show yeah exactly <laughs> we'll do that <laughs> we'll later that'll be that. fun
2: um i'm so i'm curious um you, yeah so you you're working with a lot of people mm-hmm. um you you have some huge ambitions yeah. i mean clearly some huge ambitions what will it take to get it done? What kind of resources do you
1: need? Yeah, well, it's 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 gonna take uh, it's gonna take time and money, and that's what we've been trying to put aside. That's what we've been trying to pay attention to. Is you know how do we get people interested in this? How do people help support it? And uh, how can we get you know businesses sponsorships involved in this kind of thing? Because it's a it's a cool cultural project. So uh, looking at uh, how to kind of kind of immortalize that best has been an exciting exciting thing. Uh, so we've we've been looking at lots of ways of, of funding that and making that happened and then it's going to take roughly two years which wow. um seems like a lot of time until you realize that well it's, it's 10 albums usually usually an album would you know one album would take, take about two years, years right pretty easily mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> right.
2: not that we should
1: not that we should measure <laughs> success or anything on how long <laughs> but, it takes justin bieber to make his albums but but it's it's very true right so uh so that it's a it's a real compressed timeline but what we've been saying as well it's at least the material is already written That's hey there you go yeah
0: yeah, I was gonna ask. So you started in nineteen twenty three. That's right. So are you estimating to end about twenty twenty three?
1: That's that's about right. It's actually um, it's a, it's going to be launching uh, January first, two thousand twenty two. Uh, and this was the weird thing about it, math is because then you have to keep the, you have to count the zero. So oh, right. Yeah. So it's yeah. it, you know it looks like ninety nine years, but ah. that's actually a hundred. Wow. Yeah. So and that t- and that took us a minute. We actually we were going from nineteen twenty two to to um, two thousand twenty two, and then we realized. Wait, hold on. The Mayans were smart when they realized zero was a thing. So. I'm, go- I'm glad you zero guys
2: did your number. math. Besides drummers,
1: musicians don't tend to be Exactly. <good. laughs> well, we barely caught it, but we did. So, but yeah, that's that's kind of how that works out.
0: All right.
2: So how do you expect people will discover mm-hmm. your project?
1: Well, that's that's what's really cool about this, uh, especially in the age of, of Spotify and streaming and, and playlisting. You know, that's that's really how people are coming around to music now. So if we get this all put together and put it out into the world each of these different songs in a different genre and a different kind of feeling uh will be put in different playlists and different people's uh you know registers and 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 ideas and different groups of people are going to latch on to wow this is really cool or oh that's an interesting take but the cool thing is that all points back to the entire project so as each of these songs kind of goes out in the world and says hey look at me i'm cool you say oh that is cool and then you get to follow that trail back to, whoa, hey, this is a this is a just a small part of something that's that's much, much bigger. So it's kinda of fun. It's like, you know, send, sending your kids off to school and be like, All right, you know, like go out there, go go do well. <laughs> I I hope I hope I gave you everything you needed. Well, that's super fun. When I uh, it kind of makes me think. Have you ever listened to
2: like uh, the pu- punk goes albums where they have a bunch of like punk bands? No, it's a- cover, oh, oh yes, uh,
1: punk goes acoustic. Yeah, or punk goes eighties. Like, yeah, goes yeah. 80s yeah. Or,
2: I I I love the concept from those because they'll take mm-hmm. you know like uh, you know some like David Bowie song from yep. fifty years ago and make it like death metal or <laughs> yeah. something like that. And I always love the remix aspect of that. Um, mm.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, I was actually going to touch on that next, too. Um, It seems like a kind of popular concept that's going around right now is this genre bending with, like... Oh, yeah. I don't want to say they're big artists just because I listen to them, sure. like Scary Pockets and Pomplamoose are really big mm-hmm. at doing yeah, covers no that, are that are <laughs> genre oh, you got to
1: check out some Pomplamoose if you haven't. Oh they, they do great work in, yeah. the, in this kind of thing.
0: But do you think this is going to become kind of a trend that a lot of people are genre-bending covers?
1: Well, absolutely. I, I think it's been a trend for a while, probably at least the last five years or so. Uh, you know, the internet's made that really, uh, really accessible. I mean, that's kind of the nice thing and the... Uh, the sad thing about the internet is that we we like the things we like, and so we want to find uh, new versions of the same things we already know. So uh, that's been it's been kind of fun to take a look at, and that, that's why we want to do this particular project is is because it's going to include all genres, all kinds of songs. Right, you see these compilation albums that focus on on one or another, digging into that feeling, and, and uh, we think that doing it chronologically and treating it not only as a oh wouldn't it be cool if, but also as a, a record of recorded music up to this point uh, that that's very exciting to us that so is exciting. yeah genre bending it's really 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 fun as a musician i just i can't i can't stress that enough
2: so we gotta wrap this up pretty quickly but we do have a couple cool. of questions left um speed round yeah so uh, what kind of uh, effect do you intend to create for the listener what would you like them to take away from this
1: it's gonna be a journey it's going to be a musical journey and you're gonna you're gonna be surprised at every turn and you're gonna say wow i didn't even know about that but somewhere i did Right
0: on. Okay. So how can people find it, and how can you reach people with this music?
1: Sure. Well, it's called the Century of Covers, so it's pretty uh, pretty Googleable, which is helpful. uh, Hard to say. Uh, Or you can go to adambaird.com slash century to learn more all about it.
0: And could you uh, spell that real quick?
1: Yes, because my last name is very confusing, isn't it? Uh, It's uh, A-D-A-M-B-A-E-R-D dot com slash century.
0: All right.
2: Well, thank you very much, Adam. Of course. Uh, thank uh, you. I'm, I am can't wait to see what comes out of this. <laughs> you, very,
1: you and me both.
2: Sounds very <laughs> fun.